And welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable dicks. With Sparks. You've got tiny wrists. Mike. Hates French toast and your children. And you. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock! That's what I'm talking about! How are you doing? How is life? How are you? Good. What a morning. What a morning. <laughs> what yeah. a morning. <sighs> a lot going on. <laughs> this is, this is, are you talking about the show? Because this is the most anything's ever happened on this show. That's what's going on right now. I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about the show. I already woke up just shook with all sorts of news going on in the world. Oh, and then the man. podcast had even more news. And I was like, what's the, oh, man. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> I woke my wife up. I said, "Honey, wake up." What'd she say? She went, huh, "What?" And I said, "There's a bunch of big news." And she goes, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> no, I didn't wake her up. She would not like that. Uh, no, nobody would like that. Nobody wants to wake up to. There's a bunch of big news. If it's <laughs> one big piece of news, maybe. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> we're being attacked. <laughs> like, oh, that's news I should know. Oh, okay. You know, thank you, thank you for getting me up. No, and then you don't even reveal the news. You just say there's a bunch of big news, <laughs> and you're shaking her. Just the mattress is shaking. <laughs> okay, go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right. Well, welcome uh, to the show. How you doing? Uh, that I always point the wrong direction. That over there is Pike. He's at Pike Taylor Radio on all social media. That's right. Hi. Hi, Pike. Hi. How are you? Hello. I'm at Sparks Radio on all social media. You like the Pope just waving in every direction. Everybody wants to wave to the Pope. Oh, my God. Uh, and uh, welcome to the show. We're, we're happy that you're here. We got a lot of big news today for the show. I'm excited. But first, Pike, let me ask you this. How would you describe your naked body as a fast food item? Oh boy. <laughs> well, hmm, okay, let me think. There's just so many fast food items. Um, Your okay. naked body. Yeah, my naked body. Fast food. Which, ah, listen, you know, it's nothing great. Okay, <laughs> so we're going to immediately eliminate. You know, the top echelon of fast food. We're talking quarter pounders and um, any sort of like burrito place. Because, yeah, that's kind of fast food, but it's too good. Too too good for what we're talking about here. I'm Got talking it. about dollar menu. Oh, we've hit, the do- we've hit the dollar menu. Maybe a step up. Maybe like a bundle deal, like the two for five at, at Burger King. Okay. So, all right. Yeah, like a... Yeah, like a chicken sandwich from Burger King. It's not their specialty. You know, it's not the best thing on the menu. You could do worse, but at the same time, you're probably going to be pretty disappointed with the chicken. 
that's that's what I got. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something like, uh, I don't know. Uh, once you've had it in your body, you're full of regret, you know, or oh, like, yeah. oh man, you just regret <laughs> that decision you made when you were weak, when you were weak and you couldn't yeah. muster up the strength to avoid it. And it doesn't totally ruin your asshole, but you will be a little sore. <laughs> <laughs> no. Please. Ah, I just like uh, Pike Pike Taylor Radio. Here's your quote from 2020. Two thousand was it? 2021. 2021 Pike Taylor Radio. Describe your naked body. It's not great. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Listen, I'm not gonna. I just looked at myself this morning. I always walk. First thing I do is walk naked to the bathroom, and I look in the mirror, and I go, "Huh, still not great." <laughs> Huh. I start doing something about this. Yeah, I look at my naked self in the mirror and I go, how does how do people love me? You know, it's ever <laughs> it's like, you know, shame on me for looking that way, but also shame on them for having such low standards. You know, it's just like, mm, yeah. whoa. That's gotta be the best thing about kids is they don't they don't care what your naked body looks like, I hope. Yeah. They don't care what you look like. They have no idea. Yeah. They they just they love you. Well, they have an they have an idea. I know, but they don't they don't understand how disgusting you are. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like they're sitting there watching shredded Brad Pitt movies or something, and then they look over. Right. They, they look at they look yeah. at me literally eating. I for Christmas I got like a, a Reese's. It was a snowman Reese's, but he was dressed as a snowboarder. But on the back oh. it said serving size. Five, five servings, and I ate that entire fucking thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Just chocolate all around my face, peanut butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was delightful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Some of those, some of those cartoon characters are pretty ripped, though. Like, think about Tarzan. Fucking Aladdin had a pretty crisp jawline. Yeah. Oh, dude. You know what? You know what the. Uh, the standard that women have, and they're saying all oh, these Barbies and all this stuff from when we were kids and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I agree. That's like, that's, you know, awful. But at the same time, look at dudes. Look at what guys have. Have you ever seen the X-Men? There's zero fat X-Men. And if they are fat, that's their superpower. Like, that's what makes them <laughs> special if they are fat. Okay. Yeah. We grew up with like He-Man, even the fucking Thundercats. They're animals, and they're ripped. They're like, <laughs> how does a cat have a six-pack? I'm not sure, but that's it, you know? Yeah. Chitara's in some unfair. leotard. She's covering up the body. Yet Lino, he's got, like, veins popping out of his biceps. I'm like, mm -hmm. do cats have biceps? I don't even know. They must. You're right. Nobody wants to talk about it, though. I know. Yeah. Everyone's afraid to say it, except for us. Exactly. Yeah. That's what that's what we do here on the show. We spoke we speak the truth. Truth to power. That's right. Yeah. Hey Sparks, let me ask you this. Oh. If you had to uh, plan a festival of only pop music acts, who would your headliners be? Ooh. And pick and pick three. 
It's a three-day three, three event. It's a three-day event. Each headliner. Yeah. Pop acts. Yep, got to be pop. None yeah. of your silly rock music, okay? Uh, current or does it, it could be anybody? Be Let's say, yeah, they could be dead. They could be dead. Okay, no, no, no. They can't be dead. Uh, they I take be that back. Yep, and uh, the it it'll be according to my opinion on what pop music is. So <laughs> be prepared for that. Okay. Well, I've seen some pop acts in my day. I've I've been to some shows. Uh let me just say who it wouldn't oh, yeah. be. It wouldn't be Maroon okay. Five. <laughs> Wasn't impressed with Maroon Five. I mean, how much? Really? How I, I can only hear falsetto singing for like so long. You know. I get that. And you will be loved. I'm like, I've heard this song. You've ha- you haven't changed the octave for an hour and a half. We get it. We get it. You can sing high pitched. Okay, you're a human it dog is weird. whistle. Like, how did he decide that's the voice I'm going to go with? I'm well, going to sing I, up here the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Will be loved. Is that even Maroon Five? I'm not sure. I've seen that. Yeah. Not impressed. I will say I have seen Pink. I was blown away by Pink. She was like, Same. it was more of a show. I was like, is this Cirque du Soleil? What is happening here? This is bananas. You know, Pink is pop, right? Mm-hmm. That's pop music. Oh, yeah, totally pop. All right. Yeah. Going, no, I going. saw her this year, too, or, or uh, maybe last year. But yeah, same thing. Had heard about it, saw it, and I'm like, they were right. That was incredible. It's pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Uh, All right, so you got Pink, day one. <sighs> Pink's not really a headliner, is she? Is she a headliner? Oh, dude, yes, she is. Okay, all right, so Pink, Pink's my headliner. Then, uh, see, I could easier, easily go with rap. Pop is hard for me. <clears throat> I'm going to go with, um, oh, shit, dude, this is not, not, uh, I'll Smash Mouth. I'll go with Smash Mouth. I heard they're cheap. They play at Sturges. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's kind of a rock band. Smash Mouth is in pop. They're on the Shrek soundtrack. Come on, bro. That's a pop. Okay, act. but yeah, you got to understand at that time that was that was more pop. Rock music was on pop radio. So okay, it's not really a. They're playing freaking guitars and drums. Okay. Yeah, so what? Pop music can't play guitars and drums? Maroon 5 is sitting there playing a pink Fender that looks road-worn, which we know he took sandpaper and he scrubbed it down so it looked like he's been picking at it for years. All right? <laughs> Who are you? Who do you think you that are, Adam cool. Levine? You're... <laughs> Don't even get me started. You're fake-ass road-worn Fender. Oh, my God. It's not, not even plugged in. Dude, he's sitting there like... I'm like, the guitar is worn around. Yeah, right. What'd you do? Take off the pick guard and sand it down? I know you did. (laughs) You hate Adam Levine. I have nothing against Adam Levine. I just don't like fake, like, clout or credibility. It drives me insane. You know what I mean? Like, don't sit there and act like you're a rocker. And you're sitting there and you act like you can play the guitar. And your guitar is like all fucked up because it's been around the world, man. And you've, you know, like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Give me a break. Um, so, uh, pop okay, acts. Fine. Boy, I'm striking Smash out. Mouth. Pink. Uh, you, sm- I'll, I'll count it. Smash Mouth. Stay two. <laughs> Pink. Smash Mouth. Uh, you know who I really like right now? 
Oh, fuck Smash Mouth. I'm going with Rihanna. I like Rihanna. I think she's great. Uh, can nice. I? Uh, is Coldplay pop? I've seen their live yeah. show. Okay. They're more pop than uh, Smash Mouth. So okay, sure. fine. Uh, I'm going to go with Coldplay because my wife likes them and I could get backstage passes and she would like that. Plus, I've seen their show. Dude, they put on a good show. They put on a good show. You're hosting the festival. Of course, you could get backstage passes. Get my You're the one giving in. the passes out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My wife. Okay, yes. so then this will be a festival for my, for my wife because that's all. <laughs> Just make her happy. Um, so let's say, okay, fuck pink. All right, so it's going to go Coldplay. Um, it's going to go Gwen Stefani. Huh? Mm, yeah. Gwen Stefani, she's pop, right? Yeah. Bananas. Ban- eat bananas. And then you got... Uh, uh, you know Rihanna, what? uh, Rihanna. I like Rihanna. I like the weekend. Weekend's great. You know, I think he's talented. He's very cool. Uh, all right, there you go. Not Rihanna. Fuck Rihanna. Uh, so I'm going with weekend. Man. Coldplay, and what's my other one? You said okay. Yeah, Gwen no. Stefani. Gwen, uh, Gwen Stefani. Coldplay. Gwen Stefani. Jeez. Weekend. There you go. Boom. Okay. Thank Sorry, you. that took it forever, sounds like a, man. You funny made bands, it yeah. hard. Yeah, made it hard. Not a pop, dude. Game. I already, I already emailed Smash Mouth. They were in. Now I got to <laughs> break it to them. We should Listen, put on guys. a festival, and then it be Smash Mouth headline. <laughs> they cannot be that expensive. <laughs> wouldn't They're, that be if you had, if you won like the lottery or had a stupid amount of money? Wouldn't that be so fun to just do shit like that, dude? Throw a festival and make it so that <laughs> Smash Mouth is the headliner, and you know. Like Nickelback has has to open up for them, dude. Or, or, I would make Smash Mouth the headliner for three nights, all three nights. Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth is the headliner. <laughs> I had an idea for a festival. It was called the Two Man Band Festival. So it's only bands with two people in them. So you have like White Stripes, Black Keys. Uh, you can go Royal Blood. You know what I mean? So it's like all these. Uh, yeah. Local H, their two man band. I was like, oh, all these just two guys. Or with a, you know, White Stripes has a lady in it as well, but two man band festival. I thought that would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, you were, you were definitely like getting thin after the first few you named. No, there's a ton. There's a ton. Honestly, there's a ton. Okay. You know, right. we could reunite Simon and Garfunkel. Come on. Oh, Famous yeah. duos. Hall Oates. Are you kidding me? Holland Oats in there. There's a ton of famous two people bands. Okay, it's Holland Oats, but they got a band. It's not just those two playing music. Not on my festival. They have to just play okay. their their music themselves. That's it. Alright, well hope hope you don't like drums. That's right. Fuck those drums. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, hey, welcome to the show. That one took a while, but hey, we are here. Don't worry about it. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Make sure you're hitting the subscribe button if you're joining us. My God. You can uh, answer this question there. Uh, we're wondering what you would sign. What three pop acts you would? I'm not a pop guy. I'm a rock guy. I'm wearing a Red Fang shirt today. Look at this. Huh? Badass. Huh? Yeah. From the great state of Oregon. Whew. Red Fang. If you love stone or metal, there you have it. Red Fang. Uh, so there you go. Uh, hit subscribe. You got at Pike Taylor Radio on all social media. Go ahead and give him a follow. I am on social media as well at Sparks Radio. And I don't know about you, but uh, I've been getting hit up with some selfies here, Pike, which is very exciting. 
It is exciting. I've got a few myself from Rim Nation because, as we talked about, they feel more comfortable sending things to me because they feel like you, just being such a hater, you're going to throw them away or accidentally delete them. Or I don't so. want the Rim Nation selfies at all. Trust me, I am out on the Rim Nation selfies. We got to talk about these selfies coming on up here in a minute. First, I want to tell you what the hell's going on in the show today. We got we got a big one, okay? We got to talk about Project Pay Him and our Patreon. Well, we have cooking over there, patreon.com slash sparksradio. We got to talk about Bill Squire. Going to be on the show today. Comedian. Uh, he's a, a radio personality. He's a very funny dude. We go into when I first met him and, and talk to him and this whole thing. It was back in Fargo. Yeah, he's, a, he's a comic out of Cleveland here. He's also on the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS, which is like a legendary station here in Cleveland. And it's a great show that he's on. So I'm very happy that he's here. We're going to be chatting with him here in a, in a few minutes. And then, of course, we're going to be going over the news that matters. So make sure you are checking out the shop. Shop the shop. The committee has spoken. Shop the shop. How many buttons do you have? I got a lot of buttons over here. Shop the shop. It's sparksradio.com slash shop. And I bring that up because, dude, we sold a couple shirts yesterday, Pike. A couple. Jesus. Things are really heating up. No, no. This thing might kick back on if the committee has spoken fires off here you know it's because i hit too many buttons things are popping over on the shop pike it's crazy wow i know and then i come to find out how did we sell multiple shirts i'll tell you how we sold multiple shirts one of them was a guy named hunter and hunter has now bought two shirts no shit wow yeah and the reason why he bought two shirts, shout out to Hunter, is because he was the fucking guy who used a coupon that I didn't know existed. No and we way. Went, we went negative money, so he messaged in saying, hey, look, sorry about that. The, 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 I didn't know you'd go negative money on the coupon, so I bought another shirt to make uh. up for the lost. I was like, dude, first of all, you don't have to do that. But secondly... Yeah. He bought a second Rim Nation shirt. God. <laughs> I love it. Dude, he's probably give, gifting it to a loved one. That's incredible. <laughs> he did. He said I bought Rim Nation shirt as a, it was a Christmas present. So I'm glad I didn't blow up his spot uh, the first time he went around and, and bought it. But Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Two Rim Nation shirts sold? And you're still pretending like it's not a big thing. It's... I'm not saying it's not a big thing. I'm saying it's an awful it's thing. thing. And it should not it's exist. It's a great thing. It's not. I hate it well, so it's ma- much. It's making us money. So eventually you're going to, you know, you're going to cave and be like, okay. That's right. Rim, Rim Nation is paying my, you know, car payment. So I guess I'll accept it. I don't have a car. I drive a 2008. Ah, but uh, yeah, I will. Uh, look, it's making me very hard to hate Rim Nation. All right. I still do because I think it's just an awful image in my brain. Uh Pike, Rim Nation, two things I do not want to imagine at the same time. So there you have it. Shout out to Hunter for getting himself a second T-shirt for Rim Nation to make up for the cost. You did not have to do that, dude. Uh, it's no big deal. But we we made back our dollar ninety profit margin on that shirt. So things are looking up, Pike. Things are looking way up. Also, 
yesterday we announced this giant thing we're calling it's uh well it's the patreon page itself it has multiple tiers but on the patreon i'm focused primarily on these back two tiers the three dollar a month and the five dollar a month the three dollar is the project pay him committee member which is a huge deal right and then you have the special committee member as well that one gets you all the all the shebang the behind the scenes stuff the q a the special bonus shows unedited interviews all that kind of stuff that's all going up there for the special committee members and i didn't think anyone anyone would sign up for the special committee it just you know we're so we're selling project pay him we're trying to push that i'll explain that here in a second but pike people have signed up for this for this five dollar option for the five dollar option no shit that's yeah that's wow that's humbling not just that dude i gotta give a special shout out to uh this guy right here sergio who messaged over on instagram he says hell yes finally a patreon i'm joining the highest tier yeah your daily shows make my day you and pike make the perfect podcast team how about that oh from sergio huh? sergio hell yeah man what a special thing to say god and not only that sergio threw down 10 bucks a month bro what i didn't even know that was possible i thought five was the highest thing i don't know what he's doing <laughs> that's incredible that thank incredible? you sergio yeah wow absolutely rim nation salutes you okay i don't know if he is in on rim nation so let's not let's not you know didn't say he was all i said is rim nation salutes you uh so currently we got some uh fine folks over there for both project pay him and the special committee so shout out to boot sergio colin omero cool but not underscore psych and chad thank you guys so much for signing up uh for the uh at least every single person at least signed up for project pay him here so thank you so much your stickers are on their way they are coming we've already got some money coming in for the next project pay him but the first one that we're kicking off we're paying out of pocket ourselves we're doing this because we want to show you that it's possible we are going to put up a billboard in las vegas it's going to look something like this it's going to say missing <laughs> teeth but it's going to have your face in there <laughs> and not get that one out of there <laughs> not and not Pike with his one tooth. So we asked you to message us your selfie, right? Message us a selfie. We're going to put it up on a billboard. We're going to black out your teeth. So we asked you to smile in your selfie. Send it in, and then we'll put it up on a billboard. And the person with the most votes over there on Instagram, at Sparks Radio on Instagram, is where we'll put it. So DM us your selfie. You have until, we'll say Friday night, Saturday morning, right around there. Or you can message at Pike Taylor Radio on all social media as well. DM us your selfie. We'll put it in a slideshow. And then what are we going to do? Put it up for a vote. If you get the most votes, you could be up there instead of this beautiful man, Pike Taylor Radio. Oh, come on now. Isn't that great? Gross. Isn't that great? Hideous. No, it's yeah, it's, no, the whole thing's great. The whole thing I'm all about. Listen, thank you for the submissions. I'm excited. Let's get to them, man. Let's see what we got going on over here on the submission. First and foremost, let's check out. This is Humphrey. Or maybe Humphrey. Humphrey? 
Humphrey? Maybe it's hum Humphrey? Humphrey? I might have typed that wrong. Sorry, dude. Uh, there you go. Ooh. Humphrey73. That's a good one because he's got a lot of teeth. You know what I mean? He's got some yes. a yes. nice smile. Big, big smile with a lot of teeth showing. So that's going to be good to black out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's a really like good that one. one. Yeah, that's good. Uh, secondly, here's Hunter in his goddamn Rim Nation shirt that he bought two of. Looks like he's in a hotel. Hashtag Rim Nation right on the right on the chest. He puts Rim Nation on his chest. Oh my god, that's an early favorite because well, you could have Rim Nation on the billboard. The only issue I have with this one is uh, the phone is kind of in his face, so you would probably have to include the phone in the selfie, right? Yeah, that's fine. That'd be I, kind I, of yeah, that'd be cool. I don't care what's in there. You know what I mean? He took a photo in the mirror. Rim Nation. Fuck. Uh, all right, you guys also got... Uh, look at this. I mean, is there any more tried and true human being than Adorable Colin? Look at this. Look oh, at that toothy what? smile from Adorable Colin. Look at that. Perfect. Oh, dude. So great. Colin up on there. Love it. Uh, I'm definitely going to cut out the background there. We got a Notre Dame and all that kind of stuff. It would just be Colin up on the billboard. But there you have it. Uh, moving right along, we got a submission in from Shane. Shane's already missing a tooth. So there you go. Oh, no, we wouldn't have to edit it. That's great. <laughs> We're Way have to easier. Do any it's the funniest photo. It's like he looks like he was missing and found now. This looks like he was in the woods and we found him. That's oh, Shane man. the Pegger. Shane the Pegger, thank you so much. There you go. Full beard. Last time I saw him, he had no facial hair. Now he's got a full beard. It's like the living in the woods. Uh, you've got uh, Josh. Look at the picture Josh sent in. Now look how nice this smile is on Josh. Look at that. Hey. God. That's a really good one. God I can't damn. wait to just eliminate some of those teeth, man. Are you kidding me? That's a perfect face for getting rid of some teeth on, you know? Hell yeah. It's really good. Good job. You got Ratback Rob. He sent in this one. Ratback Rob sent in this one with a, ma a mask, which is uh, pretty oh great. Oh my god, he has a mask on. Okay, <laughs> I was about to, I was about to like say something to make you know, like holy shit, what's going on with that face? But then I'm like, man, what if he, what if he actually has a deformed face? <laughs> but it's a mask. Thank God. Okay, it is a mask. It is a mask. So shout out to uh, Ratback Rob who, Ratback Rob who sent that in. So and then of, last but not least, this might just be my favorite so far. We got Vicky here, Vicky Ooh, who sent this lot. in. <laughs> Hell yes, Which, Vicky! It's a great smile. It's very nice. It just looks like it. It looks like you're you're witnessing something that you absolutely hate, and at the same time you have to pretend that you love. You know, like. This is this is Vicky's like smile. Yeah, the Vicky smile if she's dead inside. But wait, like the show? <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> this is Vicky's face every time she hears us. Okay. Yeah, good Beautiful show, guys. Pick, awesome. Great yeah, pick. Lovely lady, beautiful eyes. There you go. <clears throat> there you have it. 
That's Vicky so far. Those are the submissions that we've gotten in from the committee. Keep them coming, all right? It is at Pike Taylor Radio on Instagram. That's where we're sending it. So DM us your selfie, smiley selfie, if you want to try to be up on the billboard that we're going to be putting up, or at Sparks Radio over there on Instagram as well. All right? Cool. Sounds good. Okay. Thank you to everybody that has either submitted a selfie, bought a shirt, jumped on the Project Payhem. Project Payhem, massive public practical jokes. That's the whole, that's the whole idea behind the thing. So thank you so much. Uh, what is this? Omero is on here. What's up, Omero? Omero says, "Can uh, I wear a Rim Nation shirt in my selfie?" I'll take this one, Sparks. Um, Yes, Omero, that's a great question. It's actually encouraged. I would say it would even help your cause if you did do that. So go ahead, throw on the the RN shirt. Rim Nation. Throw it on. All right, well, there you go. Thank you so much. Uh, We got to get these in, okay? Get yourself in because... Saturday morning, Friday night, that's the deadline. Monday, I'm going to put it up there. That's when the voting will start happening over there on Instagram. Now, we got to get to a guest. Pike, how many times have we had a guest on this show? Uh, no times, unless you count Greg, oh, who's not really a guest. He's just a really fixture guest. of the show. That's yeah. right. Exactly. Not, not, we don't really have guests on this show. So, uh, we don't. What, what we're going to, I mean, I used to only be guests, you know, used to be only, but then we brought, then we changed things up. And now we're moving into the, let me just say, fucking fifth gear on this show and I'm loving it but I gotta introduce this guy because he's great his name is Bill Squire he's a comedian here out of Cleveland but he's known nationally he's toured he's been all over the country I actually first I first interviewed him had him in studio in the radio station I was working at there with you Pike up in Fargo North Dakota so I've been a fan of this guy for like 12 years he's also on the Alan Cox show here in Cleveland, 100.7 WMMS. It's a great show. Very, very funny. And, of course, Bill has his own podcast. It's called The Bill Squire Show. So, without further ado, Bill Squire, how are you, sir? I'm all right. I can't complain. The Browns are 10-4. and four, So, dude, you know, that's all that matters. Dude, you cannot beat any kind of a positive... <laughs> Brown's record at this point in our lives. Pike over here was making fun of me. He's like, dude, yeah, but here, here's the thing. You're going to go to the playoffs, and then you're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. I'm like, dude, we've already won. It's already like you cannot destroy my happy year in terms of football. That's what you say, man. But you guys don't know. It's all new for you. Wait till you get there. It's the most devastating fucking thing in the world. When you lose in the playoffs, you guys know what losing's like. I, I get that, but not playoff losing. It's a whole different thing. What, what's your team? What? If, who's? Who's? I'm a Packer, you? Packer fan. I uh, I'm devastated okay. by the Green Bay Packers, and they they've won Super Bowls, obviously, but yeah. they're good. So every year, it's like you get hyped, like they're going to win it again, and it's turns out it's hard to win the Super Bowl <laughs> unless you're Tom Brady. <laughs> but it's for the for the Browns fans, it's hard to. Get Get to the point where you have even are allowed to play for the Super Bowl. So, like, <laughs> us being over 500 is a win. Us having a quarterback that's competent is a win. Us having a coach that is 
good is it's I don't know like there's so many wins this year that I can take a first round loss and I'll be okay with it. It's like with the Cavs for all those years with LeBron. Like the first year he got us to the playoffs, it was great and it wasn't that disappointing when they got bounced out. But then it was like after you got to the point where you were expecting you had higher expectations, then it was devastating. Exactly. So so yeah. This year this year will be the year where we will be happy to be there. Next year when our expectations are heightened, then we'll be like, okay, well now we want more. But then also in the way the league is right now, is anybody expecting to get past the Chiefs? I think Pike I is with you know, with the Packers. <laughs> yeah, I think he's the he's the guy, you know? Man, they're they're not bulletproof. You guys uh, can beat them. You think Any the Browns can beat the Chiefs? No. I think they no. could. No. The Browns cannot be human. No. Listen, Patrick Mahomes goes down with a very serious injury. You guys have absolutely a chance. Okay, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Yeah, great. No, outside yeah, of that, no. If no the, chance. You know, if the boss on the way to the stadium hits an IED, you guys got a shot. I think you guys could actually make a make a dent in them if none of them have limbs anymore. Thanks, Pike. Appreciate that. Uh, let me give you a background yeah, I, on who Bill Squire is, though. Let me, in case uh, if you're watching this, you're like, Bill Squire, who is that? Let me just say, Bill Squire, comedian, host of the Bill Squire show. Uh, and, of course, he's on the Alan Cox show here in Cleveland on WMMS, which is a legendary station here uh, in, in the city of Cleveland where I grew up, born and raised in the whole thing. So, Bill, thanks so much for being here, man. I really appreciate you jumping on with us. Uh, the first place... Having- I actually met you. The first place was in Fargo, North Dakota. Goddamn, yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah, dude. When you were uh, hitting the road as a comic, and that's where uh, Pike and I, uh, we used to work together at that station. So this is kind of like the weirdest Fargo uh, reunion here, uh, (laughs) strangely enough. But, dude, I got to ask, man. That was what? That That was almost... Like twelve years ago, ten between ten and twelve years ago. Yeah, yeah, we've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, how like how much do you miss the road as a comic? Does it does it crush you that you uh, or do you find it like a godsend that you have like a set schedule? Because I you got like the best schedule um, in radio afternoons, man. It's like the greatest times. Yeah, I love I love being on this schedule that I have. Like, not having I still get to stay up late and do, you know, comedy, especially you know when there's not a pandemic. So I I, get, I can sleep in if I want to, uh, you know, within reason. So it's it's I, I love my schedule. The parts of the road that I miss is just that feeling of like going someplace new and like winning over a crowd. Like that's that's so much fun. Uh, and then like you know the the networking, the meet, like meeting people and making connections like that's uh that's part that I miss too. And uh, you know, like Fargo became a place that I, I, I went there probably seven or eight years in a row to Courtney's over there in Moorhead, Minnesota, Yeah, which was like, it, it was, it, so I got to know a lot of people out there and people would come out to see me and like, you know, you built up these little like bases and because you're out there you know, so often every year, like, and people can kind of expect you to be back there. You, you become friends and with a lot of people too. 
And so that's that's probably like like building those relationships, and then also you know the road pussy, of course. Can I say that? <laughs> you cannot beat it. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, man, that, cor- that, that Courtney's. Uh, yeah, Courtney's really putting it out there. Whoa, God. Well, yeah. the hotel and Matt uh, that that's attached to Courtney's. I'm sure you just wander over there, and there's all sorts to pick from. <laughs> if you ne- if you've never been to Moorhead, it's definitely the. Would you agree that it's sort of like if you were going to do a, a meth deal, it would probably be in that hotel? You know, uh, you wouldn't do it in the hotel, but you'd do it in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Definitely. I just moved from Moorhead, so uh, police are like frequent you know visitors what? of that area. Yeah. You know what? B.B. King stayed in that hotel, so. What? Did he really? No kidding. Maybe it was the one. No, it was it was a different one. I'm sorry. It was the, <laughs> the one that we. <laughs> BB King didn't want to step foot in that rat hole. How dare you? Uh, that that was part of a run, and the first night was in Grand Forks, and he stayed in that hotel in Grand Forks. Uh, okay. The only claim to fame Moorhead. Oh, go ahead. Just lack of options for you know when you're doing a show in Grand Forks. <laughs> BB King's in here, really? Oh yeah, yeah. He had nowhere else to go. Like this was the only (laughs) hotel in town. (laughs) That's awesome. What were you saying, Pike? What were you saying? Because Pike, I was going to say from Moorhead. Moorhead. Yeah, yeah. So I moved from Moorhead. So like their one claim to fame is that uh, Buddy Holly, like on that flight, he obviously died in. He was on his way to perform in Moorhead, Minnesota, which is crazy. I don't know where he was going to perform, but yeah, they never made it, which is sad. But cool, coming so to coming to Moorhead. The music yes, died cool. on the way to Moorhead, so that's great. Yeah. Thanks, Moorhead. That's wonderful. <laughs> it's a bunch of dicks. <laughs> a bunch of assholes. Uh, Bill, I got to ask you this too, man, because uh, obviously, I, I just when when you came to Fargo, I was like, oh, dude, I know this guy. This is a Cleveland comic. This is amazing. He's up here in Fargo, North Dakota. Is that how far did you go countrywide when you were uh, hitting the road or did you hit like a certain level and you're like, all right, I got to, you know, it's almost like well, the, uh, the tether umbilical first, cord. My first week on the road was in Colorado. So like my first week ever going on the road and then it just became like weighing the financials of a situation where it's like, okay, how much am I going to make? How much time is it going to take to get out there? And I kind of set like a radius for myself where it was basically if I could drive there in less than 24 hours, I'd go do the gig. uh, And then I'd be able to have I had networked with enough people that I could make money on my way there and on my way back. So I could schedule be like, okay, I'm going to be there. And then you set up a run so that you're not just doing that one gig. You're picking up gigs on the way to make money. And I was always trying to get home to eventually like like I had a wife and kids that like wanted you know i wanted to be around them so i didn't want to just go out like go out to the west coast be there for a month and then come home so i kind of kept it to like one or two weeks out on the road at a time yeah and uh you know but i got i got like pretty much hit all the corners at at some point you know i think the only place that i never really got was the northwest yeah that's a far-ass way from cleveland dude that's yeah yeah, that's uh for some reason that feels like a halt like you actually feel like Lewis and Clark up there. You're like, Jesus Christ, yeah. am I going to get there? Like, what is going mm-hmm. on? I've made that drive before. It is awful. I mean, it's gorgeous. 
but yes, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, specifically, like North Dakota is the flattest place on Earth, and I feel like it's like five hours of, and there's not a tree. There's nothing there. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh my God, where are the Rocky Mountains? Like, where are, can we get there? And it's not even until you're halfway through Montana, even, that it's just, it, it, I don't know. I, that's the worst it, drive. Uh, North Dakota is brutal like that because you can be, like, I had a gig where I met my buddy in Minnesota, in uh, Minneapolis, and then we still had to drive 12 hours and we were only in two states. Yeah, Jesus Christ. God. Yeah, that's, that's like, so bad. <laughs> like, what are we doing? <laughs> what, what are we doing here? That's exactly it, dude. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, Pike Pike is in afternoons on radio. You're in afternoons on radio. Pike was doing mornings for a long time. I was doing mornings for a long time. The afternoon slot is by far the greatest thing for that exact reason. If If... Let's say Alan Cox was on in the morning and he's like, Bill, I want you to do a morning show with me. Would you would you end up sacrificing the comedy to go do mornings or would you just say like, nah, man, I can't. Because, I mean, how important is the comedy compared to radio for you? Um, at this point, I'd definitely go do mornings because it's just one of those things where it's just the evolution of, of my career where yeah. I've been doing radio now for almost, you know, nine years. And so... And especially working with Adam, that's a guy that I trust. And I know if we go do mornings, it's going to be good stuff. And 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 also, there's a, an ability to balance the two if you if you're willing to sacrifice some sleep, or just kind of rearrange your schedule. But I would definitely still go do mornings because I mean, th- this pandemic has definitely proven that uh, radio has uh, been my my money maker this year. As yeah. much as you know. In past years, it was a nice balance where I'd go and do a lot of stand up and locally, and, and be able to have like that as a supplemental income. Right now, it's you know nothing compared to what I'm doing with radio. So yeah, uh, that security, like to, to say, like I'll pick the security of radio sounds stupid, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get so, it. So uh, let me ask. Yeah, yeah. You know the thing about the mornings, though, like. And you say you got a family, so it's probably a whole different world. But, you know, when I was younger and doing mornings, I preferred it because you could go out and it's almost like the the more time you have to, to let the alcohol like set in, the worse you are. You know, I, going in at 4 a.m., it's like, I'm still kind of drunk. Dude, where no I'm way. sleeping in now no as, I'm, as I'm learning. It's like, dude, waking up at 8 is the freaking worst. No way, dude. You disagree? No. Yes. Oh, no. A thousand percent. What are you talking about? <laughs> if, you were, if I'm waking up. If I'm drunk and I'm, I have to get up at four, I'm just staying up because otherwise I'm not going to get up. No. So, like, I would just do it. Like, I'd just pull all-nighters and just let that be, like, oh, Bill pulls another all-nighter and make that a part of the show. But I also at a, am at a point in my life where, like, going to, like, doing mornings and being like, okay, time for bed, seven o'clock. That's especially this time of year when it's dark at five. Yeah. That sounds right. very doable. <laughs> Yeah, no, yes. that's exactly what I'm saying. No way, Pike. You were like twenty something years old. That's why, because you're like, oh, I'll just right. go out, get hammered, and go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think if you tried doing that now, you'd be like, this is the worst decision I've ever made. I'm going to bed at seven thirty. Like, you know, what I mean, people call you at and it still wouldn't be enough. dinner. Yeah, no, it's not. Right. It's the, 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 it's absolutely the worst hours. But I was just curious to yeah. see what you were thinking, Bill, about you know. Because I, you have, no, I you ha- go ahead. 
I love I love radio and I love the the you know the immediacy of it and like being able to come up with fresh stuff and then also you know there's there's days where something will happen in the middle of the day and you can talk about it yeah uh, as it's happening but when when you get to be like the first one that people hear in the morning like that's you know that's the whole spot like that's that's what you want right. to be in the radio game so like as much as I love my schedule doing mornings like there's a, there's like a weight that comes with that that where you're like okay this is happening you know everyone's talking about this and and let's you know kind of fill in the world and and, and let them you know know what we think about it and and have fun with it and and be that you know hitting things first because everybody's going to hit it but being there to hit it on the way to people like to start their day make them laugh on their way to work or whatever that's you know that's a fun responsibility to have no yeah absolutely yeah and everybody just wants your take you know what i mean like i mean they're getting it now yep. in the afternoon but you're you're absolutely right there's the thing where it's like what the, what the hell's happening what's going on and it's crazy how much people form their opinion off of yours if you're the first if you're like the first one in their brain it's kind of like you're setting yeah. the foundation for them you know yeah absolutely yeah I, I get that. I get that. I just feel like the schedule, dude, at, like doing mornings for the longest time, you look at afternoons and you're like, oh, for God's sakes, like that, ugh, that's like the greatest, you know what I mean? The greatest, especially for you as a comic, still out there doing shows yeah. and stuff. I'm mean, pandemic aside, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah. oh, you get that, you know, have your cake and eat it too kind of a thing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's why, I mean, I love the spot that I'm in. But like, if it were to be like, "Hey, we're gonna throw you in mornings here," like, I'd 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 make it work, uh, if I if that was the case, because there's the case. you know, there's something cool. To, there's I there's a coolness about. It. Yeah, hell hell yeah, dude. Plus, it uh, radio has you didn't have to set up an OnlyFans like uh, all these other <laughs> comics that I've had seen. I'm like, ah, oh, another one. Ah, oh, I feel bad. You know what I mean? Ah, oh, it's just. God damn, I can't wait to get this vaccine and just like move on with the world. Uh, I, I got a sorry. Question. Comics are doing only, uh, maybe I'm naive to it, but are people doing things on OnlyFans other than, you know, like. I don't know what they're doing on OnlyFans. Are they selling? Is it all, what are they doing? Is the comics I mean, OnlyFans? Are they doing are comedy they, shows? They, like, I, No. I'm thinking of like comedians are doing like Patreon and Cameo and stuff like that, but uh, OnlyFans is showing your butthole for money. Like that. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that's what that's what doing. I that's what Is I understood. Yeah. I thought I saw like a bunch of uh, comedians. So, I mean, they're not famous, obviously. You know, what I mean, or else they they'd have a little bit of money set aside for a I've, pandemic. I've I would seen hope. a few lady comic lady comics that's gonna get canceled for that. Uh, I've seen some comics that are women <laughs> that have gotten on uh, OnlyFans, but I haven't seen any dudes do it really. Oh. Uh. Uh, is there any dudes? There's only how, how many dudes would people pay to see anything? No, none, zero. No, oh, it's just hairy and gross. No, oh. yeah. And there's a market for it if you get into like the, uh, you know, you're 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 doing it. You're not performing for women though. If you're if you're a guy on OnlyFans, you're performing for men. Hey man, I think if it pays yeah. the bills, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, no judgment. No judgment. Uh, I, I want to ask you this because I see, I see, I follow you on Instagram. By the way, if uh, if I haven't worked in the plug, make sure you listen to the Bill Squire show. He's got his own podcast. It's uh, it's great. It's hilarious. I, I've listened to several, and I, I uh, 
Tom Papa, I love that one. I I think he's one of the funniest comedians out there. I saw his show in Vegas with my parents. It was like one of these shows where I'm like, hey, my parents are in town. I got some tickets to Tom Papa. Let's go. And I swear to God, it, it, my parents left. I left. My wife left to the point where our stomach was hurting. I mean, just a guy who could just crush it. And if you want to hear a great interview that Bill did, check out the Tom Papa episode. That's the one I would start with. And then you could dive in and, and, yeah. uh, Tom, and, Tom's yeah. great. He's, he's an ability to kind of, he's very good at observational and he just like stacks up punchlines to just get you rolling laughing. And he's not dirty, but he's not the cleanest, but he also, right. he's got like a bit of an edge and like darkness. Like he's not, he's not going up there, like being like cutesy. Like he, he's got some anger in him and he, yes. he brings it across at such a like, uh, agreeable way that you're just like yes this is exactly what i needed and <laughs> that's a great way to put it you could also like watch him with your parents like he, he's a he's a he's a adult comic that like spans generations because yes. he's very relatable very relate that's a great way wow what a great review you should type that out and send it to him because that's exactly right dude that is perfect like uh, he's got one joke and i'm gonna butcher it but like just to show you like the little dark little darkness that Bill was talking about. Tom Papa's got this great joke. He's like, I, I could live a poet's life. I don't need a lot of money. I honestly, I could just be happy and just have no money and just be totally fine with that. But I have a wife and kids and they are greedy capitalist pigs. And then, like, it's just like, ah, it's just got it. He hits. So, and I love, I love Tom Papa. I would put him in probably my top 10 comedians. So definitely check out that episode. Bill Squire's show. Hilarious and then Alan Cox show also very good. I wanted to ask you this, Bill, because I see you on Instagram all the time. Uh, and we've had other guests on this show before. Uh, my buddy Rich, who works in the fashion industry, also obsessed with shoes. You buy so many goddamn shoes, Bill. And yeah. it's like, I have to ask what I'm not saying shoes are a dumb purchase. Uh, I don't want you to think I'm judging you on the shoes. But what's the dumbest thing you've spent spent money on? Like, what's the worst purchase you've made? Well, early in my shoe buying uh, days, like when I didn't really know what I was doing, I just was snatching things up. And I bought this pair by this designer, Matthew M. Williams. And I didn't know what I got, but they, they're, I thought they were going to resell. I'm like, oh, I'm going to resell these. They, they cost like 300 bucks. And I thought I was going to resell them for like seven or 800. And they just sat there at the same like retail and then like kept dropping. And I'm like, oh damn it! I, I, I did it. I did the wrong thing. And they're, <laughs> they're like, they're not even cool looking. Like they're ugly. Uh, I, I'm looking at them right now. I can't get. Eh, maybe I can get to them. Uh, one second. We gotta check out these ugly ass shoes. Apparently. At what point do you just start wearing them? <laughs> I, it's, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, make them. And so they're also like, so this is the shoe. That's not bad. I think they're that bad. I mean, it's just not what my style is. Like I've got, and then it goes in this crampon thing that like makes it like a boot. (laughs) What What the fuck? What is that? I'll put it in there. It's like Legos. So it's like a snowshoe. It's it's like a it's like a gym shoe that also is for like all terrain, like going out and like hiking and stuff. But it's also white, which is the worst color for any of that shit. So, 
it, it looks like a uh, wrestling shoe. If you're if you're familiar with those, that's exactly what it looks yeah, like. It very much is got that feel to it. So then it goes in the cramp on, and then you have this like, you know, it's got like a, it's not the, it's just not. I, I'm just really upset with it because it's. A, <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That, if anybody wow. wants to buy them. I'll, Super rare, and you uh, you can pay twice what I paid for them. It'll be cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sale. Uh, what size? Now, here's the thing: when you're buying shoes, it's got to be tough because if you want to resell them, they have to be your size, right? Because so you could wear them. What size are you? I'm a size 13. Got to be tough. Yeah. So I got shoe. 13s are a good size because it's where they stop making as many. So if you can get them, uh, there's more demand for them. So like when I buy Jordans. If I like, I'll buy two pairs every time, just so that, like, I know one will sell. Oh, like, okay. I can make money off of it, and yeah. like, you know, the the price vary, but I, I try to buy like double up every time. But these ones, actually, I went fourteen because the thirteens were sold out, and my buddy actually bought them from like the Chicago Nike store and just brought them home to me. So I have a few pairs that are like I can go thirteen or fourteen. Okay, I got pretty big feet. Yeah, those are giant feet. It's almost like Nordstrom rack sizes now. You know, you're almost into like the specialty shoe shoe size. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind, of, not, yeah. kind of where I'm at. Is that I where you are, a, Pike? Why well, I'm a, I'm at that like, but the opposite. So <laughs> I have to wear I have to wear a shoe that's too big. If if anything, just so I don't have to come to terms with wearing like a seven, you know, it's just like ah, I I can wear a nine, and it's fucking flopping around like a clown shoe, but it makes me feel better. So, give me the seven. You can buy child sizes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably cheaper. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's just it's too much for my small. Yeah, stop yeah. it, Pike. It's fine. You're fine. It's an ego thing. It is. It's not an ego thing. You're you're doing just fine. Uh, so all right, I gotta ask you some more financial questions because this is the part that I'm I'm fascinated with. Just because, uh, Bill, I, I feel like I feel like you're the guy. You did it on your own, and you did it on your own terms, and you made it, and you you yeah, you're comfortable, and you're happy, and I'm like I'm so happy for you. You know what I mean? Like I so I saw I met yeah. you ten years ago. 12 years ago, I don't even know what it was, something like that, in Fargo, North Dakota. And, dude, you're like, you're you're on the road, you're slogging through it, uh, doing doing shows, and it was a great show. And uh, I remember you ended with how you got excommunicated from the Mormon church, which was how you ended the show, uh, which was a, a great story. Um but I was like, I felt like you were like, all right, this dude's a comic. This guy's up there. He's going, he's hitting the road. He's doing the tour. And now it's like, you've been on the Alan Cox show for, I can't believe you said nine years. I can't believe it's been that long. That's crazy, man. That's awesome. I'm yep. happy for you. Yeah. It'll be nine years in February. That's amazing. Congrats. That's like, that's incredible. I'm really happy for you. And the, like, the question I want to ask is like the financial question is like was there a moment when you had to financially gamble on yourself where you were like and i know comedy in general is just gambling on yourself but do you remember like throwing down like shit like this is this is a lot of money i have to put this out and i'm gonna do it and then you did it and i'm kind of asking yeah. 
vicariously for myself here because I'm just uh, <laughs> <That's> familiar. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why I'm asking this question. Yeah, what? When was Even, that moment for you? I, I mean, I got a moment like that this year. I got uh, moments early on when you, you know, like when I filmed my DVD back in the day. I, you know, I didn't have a ton of money then, and so I was, I was taking basically everything that I had and putting it into this production that you know it looks not great but it looked it, it got the job done uh it's just uh it's just one of those things where uh yeah you got to do it so like i would say the first like big investment that i made was was shooting that dvd that's uh called just say your jokes and and the album make me money on uh you know pandora and spotify and stuff like that so it it was worth it uh, it's uh you know it's it's scary though because you're like all right I saved up. I'm, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not using anybody else's money for this. this. Is like my money. I like you're betting on your own horse, and and then even this year, like I bought a bunch of shit and made my own uh, studio in my condo, and then I come and do your podcast, and I couldn't get to work. So what are you, gonna, you know, <laughs> win some. You lose. It's all good. Yeah, the studio looks good, man. I watched the dude. Yeah, you you got a lot of great people on. A lot of again, you got to listen to the Bill Squire show, Alan Cox show. I'm been a fan uh, of the Alan Cox show since since he originally came into Cleveland. I was like, who is this dude? You know what I mean? Uh, and I just yeah. I've always been a fan of him. And then when you got on the show, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, that's perfect. Wow, yes, of course, that makes total sense. And then just since then, it's been. It's been really enjoyable. And then you started the Bill Squires show. So if you haven't, you here, I'll, I'll, if you're watching over there, YouTube, uh, you can see Bill, his setup there. It's a cool setup and you always have guests in and stuff like that. So it's a, yeah, it's a dope, it's a cool studio. I can see the, uh, the shoes are always on display, the TV. It's cool, man. It's really yeah, cool. I'm doing, I'm feeling good. I also just got a pool table too, uh, my buddy was selling. His dad had a pool table that he was trying to get rid of, uh, and so I got a cheap pool table for a hundred bucks. And so now my, you know, I don't need to. I don't need the world anymore. I got everything that I need <laughs> that I used to like. To do with the world is at my place now, so that's nice. That's awesome. I don't need the world anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's Bill Squire's apocalyptic layer is what this is. That's like you're ready for it, dude. I, I, un, unreal. The reason why I'm asking is I, dude, I don't know. Personally, I just, I struggle with, oh man, I'm such a cheap ass on one hand and I've been saving so much money and not to sound like I'm fucking daddy Warbucks or anything like that. I obviously, I, he's got a pretty good bank account. Let's just say that. <laughs> Whatever, bike. Guys, I've been, I've been saving money. I've been saving money for a long time. And then I never was caught in this predicament, which I am now. I'm now in this predicament where it's like, dude, where do I, where do I invest the money? You know what I mean? Do I put it, do I put it into something? The plan was always to put it into like real estate, rental properties and all that kind of stuff. Cause that's what I've always had envisioned for it. But now it's like, do you put, do you bet on yourself starting a new thing? Are you trying new thing? Obviously, we you know this is a new show that we're doing here, Bill. I've been doing this podcast since 2013, but this is the, the new iteration right. of it, uh, and uh, it's kind of like you know when do you when do you grow enough cojones 
to just throw down some cash. I've never been presented with that in my life before. And so that's why I'm asking like you, you, I saw you do it. You know what I mean? I saw you out on the road slinging, slinging CDs and telling jokes and getting paid and making money. And then, you know what I mean? Nine years later, here you are. You got, you got $300 shoes. You don't wear, you know what I mean? Yeah. Desperation. That's, that's what it comes down to is once you have like, I mean, I, I, I would rather create things and then make more money. You know, I got, I'll survive. I'll be okay. Uh, you know, but I, I, I like the, the, the creation of things, the, the taking the chance on yourself, knowing that you could, you know, have fucked up and made a mistake. Yeah. It, that, that's what's exciting and, and makes it, you know, makes you work hard at it. Like I'm still doing the Bill Squire show while the Alan Cox show is on winter break because I want to get that going, you know? And so yeah. like, I just, it's my need to just, you know, it's the cost of doing business basically yeah. what it come down, comes down to where like, yeah, real estate's fun or real estate's like, it can be a good investment and you can make good money at it. But I like making money doing what I like doing. So like, yeah, you, you can nest egg thing. You take the nest egg. You be like, all right, I got this over there. I got my, savings my 401k my investments but but this money is to fuck around with and, and see what i can do and if you have that money why not take the shot and you've been doing this for a long time and you know what you're doing so you know what's holding you back is is it is it worth spending the money is it worth taking the chance you know it takes time to, yeah. to build up that to find you know your 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 place and, and really develop what you're trying to do. But if you got the money and you want to bet on yourself, I say bet on yourself. All right, Pike, we're building a brand new studio. It's uh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. It's called, it's called say, Squire what? Studios. Yeah, exactly. We're naming it yeah. after the man who encouraged me to do it. I love it. No, nah, very dude. motivated. I'm glad. So yeah, I'm glad What's you have the money. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I don't have the money. What'd you say, Bill? Sorry, You're more no, than me. You... I, I said uh, once this all falls apart for me here, uh, I just would request a free studio time to do my own thing there. <laughs> oh, very nice. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I like how you think you're the one who's going to fall apart first. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, look, man, I, I don't want to take a lot of your time. You were uh, gracious enough to, to come on the show. We really do appreciate it. Make sure you are checking out the Bill Squire Show. It's on uh, primarily, I got to plug it, iHeart Radio. There there you go. Scratch old Big Poppy's back there. But I'm sure you can find it other places. I, I listen to it on, on Apple Podcasts. That's where I get it. So uh, make sure you're checking out the Bill Squire Show. And then, of course, Alan Cox Show on uh, 100.7 WMMS. Bill, you're, you're, you're a gem. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. I hope you get one listener from this interview. I'm a listener. Everyone count. I'm a listener that pop. <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate Thanks. it, man. Ah, oh, how great was Bill Squire, Pike? Incredible. I love mean, what that a guy. What a guy. What a guy. I love that guy. Make sure you are listening to his show. It's the Bill Squire Show. It's a podcast. You can get it anywhere. Uh, Gunner is here. Gunner's now watching. What's up, Gunner? How are you, sir? Thanks for jumping in on this. Gunner says, can I take a full body selfie while wearing a Speedo? Yes, of course. Uh, dude, you want to be up on a billboard in a Speedo? It's your call. Yeah, as long as you're smiling. 
That's all we care about. So, yes, you might just take the cake, Gunner. People might vote on that. That sounds like something I, I would I would I, I would like that. Me I would too. maybe just, you know, tuck tuck that photo into my camera roll for That's later. Right. That's right. John is here. John says, man, Bill Squire, that was amazing. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, what I agree. <laughs> I so so agree how great that interview was. Thanks, John. I'm glad you had such a blast. Watching that interview. All right, Pike. You ready to get to the news that matters? Yes. Yes, this is the news yes. that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. Listen to this, Pike. Uh, airlines are now saying, you know that dog you love? You know that dog that you are like, oh, I mean, so attached to. You consider it your fur baby. You are just in love with this animal. You know that hypothetical dog you, you love? Yeah. 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 You know what they're saying? They're saying, fuck that dog. Do not bring that goddamn dog on this plane. All right. Enough of your oh. bullshit, your peacocks, your donkeys, your comfort ferrets, whatever you got. Go fuck yourself because we are done with these animals. That's it. American Airlines saying no more. What are, what are those things called? Uh, comfort. Uh, comfort pets. No. Uh, uh, person, personal uh, personal uh, pet pet stuff what the emotional hell is it? support animals thank you yeah it needed to be reeled in a little but they're just saying fuck off with the whole thing they're saying look if your animal is a emotional support animal take the goddamn bus because you are not welcome here <laughs> on this fucking <laughs> flight anymore get out of here you now, if you're a service animal, like you actually perform a function, like open doors and help a blind person, then come on, you're more, more than welcome. But you got to prove it through like, I think the Department of Transportation, they were saying in the article. I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ. And look, do, do they have to get reeled in a little bit? Yes, because the, the peacock example, that's a real fucking example. I mean, people were bringing on emotional support skunks and all this kind of snakes snakes i mean get the fuck out of here i'm not sitting next <laughs> to you or on the same flight on some samuel ass jackson yes plane exactly no i completely agree however don't you think that this is the wrong time to start eliminating emotional support animals like dude not even just covid flying on a plane stressing you out but fucking airlines are beating people they're like punching guys in the face and dragging them off the plane like you know what i mean like wasn't that united united airlines was like they literally dragged a guy off a plane <laughs> they were oh. like the, the flight attendants were hitting the guy remember that no you don't I, I didn't i didn't know that was something they were doing Oh my god dude i feel like if there was any time where people need to be comforted and be like Please don't hurt me, airline stewardess. Now is the time to have an emotional support animal. It's become a fucking fight club at 30,000 feet. It's crazy. You hear about this shit. It never, I've never had an event like that on an airplane. No. So, no. I mean, I've also never seen an emotional support animal. That would be very annoying, though. So, I don't know, man. Yeah. I think you got to get rid of them. If you're nervous, if you have 
horrible anxiety. Like, I feel for you, but at the same time, like, just take some fucking NyQuil like the rest of us, okay? <laughs> you don't need the animal. There are drugs for that. Pick, Take a pick. <laughs> cocaine helps? Go for it. I don't think, why, yeah, if you're nervous about something, don't do cocaine, because that's going to no, just, <laughs> you, need, you need, like, a downer or something, because... <laughs> You don't need to be amped up while locked in a seat and freaking out. That's funny. That's a good point. Yeah. So your recommendation is don't bring on your emotional support squirrel. Just drink Cezurup is what you're saying. Little, little exactly. codeine and Sprite yeah. and you are. Yeah. You can find the recipe online. It's very easy. <laughs> Put it in a little three ounce container, a bunch of little ones. You don't want to get them taken. Right. Yes. Yeah. Good point. Great point. Yes. You have to make sure that your <laughs> your illicit drug use still follows TSA regulations. That's really good, sir. Sir, this purple drank isn't too big of a container. <laughs> We're going to have to confiscate it. <laughs> Can't you just pour it into two smaller ones for me? Yes. Great point. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's my emotional support purple drank. See, that's perfect. Yeah. How about emotional support drugs? I'm on board with you on that one, Pike. All right. Just just medicate yourself like everyone else on the plane. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Um, hey, we talked about this yesterday. A lot of people have been talking about this. Got to give an update on the actress who died. And uh, she came back yes. to life. Yeah. Because uh, put a bow on it. Please. She's with Jesus now. It's confirmed. Uh, yeah. Dead again. Go. So she was dead. Tanya came back to life yeah. and then now died. Okay. Her husband, her boyfriend finds out in an interview, gets a phone call. They're like, oh, man, you know, I know you think she's dead, but she's actually alive. And he was like, no way. And he's sobbing. And I knew right then I'm like, hey, man, you got to kind of play this one cool because while she probably has a, a heartbeat, it's still kind of like dead. So she did die. She was never actually with That's it. That's brutal, Just, bro. That's the emotions to have to have your girlfriend die twice. What I mean, kind oof. of a dickhead doctor needs to call up during a interview on Inside Edition and be like, "Hey, uh, I mean, well, not, she's not technically dead, okay? I mean, there's still a pulse. It's faint. <laughs> Just so you know, I know you're going through a turbulent time and an emotional distress, but." I mean, she's not. She's kind of still living, you know. Like, what kind of asshole? Just let him have yeah, it. I mean, so, if, you know, if you wanted to, you know, one more time, now would be the chance. Oh no! That's a, Jesus, Pike. <laughs> is, is that pretty bad? Okay, sorry. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the doctor didn't say that. This <laughs> woman's on her deathbed. Hey, listen, buddy, you got to get here quick if you want to make this happen. <laughs> I uh I, I want to apologize to Lance O'Brien, the her boyfriend that I accused yesterday of some fishy business. <laughs> when, Me too. Yeah, I was I was with I was you. Like, why is the guy immediately going inside the edition after she's like on her deathbed? You know, not even yeah. dead, and he's off there taking interviews. But I don't know. Poor, I still think he's Lance. a sleaze ball. He's a sleaze ball, but not that big of a sleaze ball, Pike. You weirdo. <laughs> 
listen, there's a lot of machines hooked up. We're going to have to move some tubes around, but we can get this done. All right. Uh, oh, gross. Let me get to my second story here because Massachusetts is now joining California and Jersey. And they're saying this, man, boy, talk about ushering a new era. They said by 2035, which is not that far away. 2035. It's not. Yeah. 2035. We have a ban on gas powered vehicles. Really? No more selling. You cannot sell a gas powered vehicle in Massachusetts by 2035. It's got to be electric. I love you giving us 15 whole years to get ready for that. But it's not that far. I mean, if you think about it, you just bought a car. Now your next car will probably just be electric, you know? I guess. If you're buying new cars, if you're buying a new car, then yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Fuck you. Jesus Christ. I agree, Jared. Jared says, Pike, you monster. <laughs> well, hey, now. <laughs> this is all just a goof, okay? Hey, I would not be interested in that, this off, is a that safe offer space. from the doctor. Yeah, yeah. thank you, doctor. <laughs> Dr. Pimp? Paging Dr. Pimp. <laughs> Uh, you you leave those tubes where they're at, okay? I'm, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, we have it, you know. Truth is, we haven't done it in months anyway. <laughs> I'm imagining if we're 65, but we're probably. I know. Not are you? Doing it. Okay. Are you? Are you putting yourself in Lance O'Brien's shoes right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. It's so hard to, but I'm trying. <laughs> Yeah, no, no one's throwing you into Lance O'Brien's shoes, Pike. He's so funny. Okay. Well, now so, we know how I would react. All right. Yeah. So cars, <laughs> gas, no good. All right, cool. It, it's probably cheaper, though, right? By then? Are they going to bring mean, the prices this, down? Next story. Don't worry about it. This, oh, this man, is a stupid story still... anyway. <laughs> okay, did you see this? The NHL, which is the National Hockey League. I'm aware. They have they have divisions, right? Like any sports league. They mm-hmm. got like the, the NHL North, West, East. Well, now this year, uh, say hello to the NHL Honda West Division, the Discover Central Division, what? Mass Mutual East, East Division, and the Scotia North Division. That's right. They have fucking sold sponsorships for the divisions. In a pathetic, is it just money a matter grab. of time till everything looks like NASCAR? Yes, till it just everything is like a sponsor and has you know uh, a company attached to it. Is that it? No, absolutely. And listen, as somebody who works in uh, terrestrial radio, you know when you hear a traffic report followed by you know three sponsors weaved in through the whole thing, I understand. You got to yeah. make the money. Or but the, the NHL, Hardee's, I don't. Like the, you ever hear the Hardy Stick Burger Studios? You know, they're like, oh, broadcasting live from the Hardy Stick Burger Studios. It's like, boy, yeah. they're just fucking just anywhere they can shoving that shit in. There. I I always when I hear that, I always like to picture the studio like just has an abundance of Hardy's Thick Burgers because that it's would make sense. Fucking but, overflowing when you open the door, yeah. it's just like ah, these burgers are too thick. You know, like now, now ah! I know why they call it that. Jesus, yeah. Why is it in the Thin Burger Studio? No room in here. Yeah, but alas, they do not. Ah, I know. They sh- 
But dude, I, I you know I get it. Here's the thing: like if you know if Hardee's wants to sponsor the the global headquarters where I'm at here, then if it's the Hardee's global headquarters, I'm in. You kidding me? Fuck yes. I'm putting a logo like up in the corner. You know what I mean? Hardy's thick burger. I'll eat a I'll eat a thick burger every goddamn show. <laughs> like every and be like, oh God, I can't even finish. This burger was so thick, I might not even be able to finish this burger. You kidding me? Oh, yes. Man. Every single episode I will do that. That's not a problem. And I have no problem. But it gets a little insane when it becomes the NHL. The MLB, the NBA, like, you guys are the biggest in your sport. You don't need the cash. You know what I mean? Where's the money going to? It's just a cash grab. That's it at this point. That's You have enough money to pay these players. You're charging more per ticket. The owners are making hand over fist. The public pays for the fucking arenas, Right. You, the, the the owners of Sometimes. these places don't even pay. For, yeah, so most of the time, it's un, unbelievable the cash generation that happens in professional sports. Now we're gonna have to sit there and look at like you know, it's here. Oh boy, it's a head first slide into tied second base. You know, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it just takes you out of it. <laughs> you know, yeah. Here's a, and just people's names, like, you know, uh, Tom Home Depot Brady drops yeah, back. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the NHL. And personally, I don't like hockey. So um, I view them as a, <laughs> a league that needs money. So I, I approve of this. Okay. So the you're NFL, on it. Yeah. Well, they'll never do that. I mean, you can name the stadiums. Name the halftime report. Name I the disagree. player of the game. Yeah, that's Dude, fine. I totally disagree. I think the NFL will 100% do this. Dude, th- just because they're rich, that's my point. Just because they're rich does not stop them from trying to become more rich. When you get more <laughs> money, true. all you want is more money. That's it. It's not like this threshold of like, oh, boy, I got 10 million bucks. I better just stop. You know, that doesn't right. happen in the human psyche. Because the guy who or girl who has ten million dollars, excuse me, doesn't ten million dollars to them is still ten million dollars. And if you're like, hey, you want another ten million? They're gonna be like, fuck yeah! Are you are you kidding me right now? Bring it on! Yeah, it's still ten million dollars. Like they, you know, they'll lose their concept of of how much money that is. And I know this because when, when I got my first ten million. I thought I would just be. Oh, you could think about it. Uh, I thought I was done, you know. But then I was like, boy, yeah. you know what? We need we need people to sign up for a $3 Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. That'll make yes. me the money. That'll make the cash. We'll be able to live like kings. On $3. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's it for the show. Thank you guys so much for... Dude, we got a bunch of people watching live. Shout out to Omero, Gunner, John, Jared, who are watching live right now. Thank you so much to Bill Squire for being on the show today. That was amazing. He is uh, he's a great guy. Make sure you're listening to the Bill Squire show. I'll put a link in the description in the show notes. So make sure that you are checking that out. It's a fun show. And uh, he was awesome. He was uh, our first guest on here. We're trying to figure out 
how to do this whole thing with guests. We're going to try to have a guest on pretty regularly. So uh, thanks to Bill for uh, for being our our first. You never forget our first. So follow that guy at Pike Taylor Radio on all social media. What a what a gem of a human being. Make sure you send in your selfie at Sparks Radio. That's me on all social media. But send in that selfie over there on Instagram, either Pike or myself. We want to see your smiling selfie. You have until Saturday to do it. So if you want to try to get up on the billboard in Vegas, we're paying for it. It's costing you no money. We're doing it so we can say, hey, we're kicking this thing off. It's called Project Pay Him. It's like the Fight Club Project Mayhem. But instead of burning down buildings and blowing up people's credits course, we are going to <laughs> use your money to put up some public jokes. Uh, that you will decide on, by the way. It's not like you just give us money and we say piss off or anything. We're, we're going to put it up to a vote for the Project Pay Him subcommittee and do this whole thing. So it's, it's a really kick-ass idea. So jump in there, patreon.com slash sparksradio. And thank you so much for for being here. That's it. Hit subscribe. Tell a friend. I say that all the time. I feel like you don't care, but that's fine. Uh, that's it. We're out of here. Pike? Yeah. Have yourself a wonderful day, my friend. And you too. So is it over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here. <laughs>